0: Welcome to benefits what like it's hard the podcast that breaks down the truths and misconceptions about all things benefits not only do we talk about what you should know about the benefits offered to you through your employer but we also tackle topics on physical and financial wellness
1: I mean come on what more could you want from a podcast join each week to hear from people just like you sharing their own experiences and experts giving us the inside scoop on the information we need to be successful Hi, everyone. I am Amanda Hall. I'm the Education Engagement Manager for Haran's Wealth Department. And I have been on the podcast before with Libby, but today I have someone new with me and new to the podcast. We have Nicole Tedford. She's the Director of Employee Benefits at Haran, And she works uh, closely with employers to help consult on the benefits package that they offer their employees. So, Hi, Nicole. Welcome. Hi, Yeah, thanks. Hi. It's great
0: to be on. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, and today we are actually going to be talking about childcare benefits in the workplace, which I think is something that both of us are pretty passionate about. Not just because of what we do. In for work, but also because we both have kids. Yeah,
0: we both have kids and I actually it's. Quite the great day to record this because I am in a situation where I don't have child care today because my sitter is sick. So, my husband and I are home taking care of a 10 month old baby while also trying to (laughs) juggle work.
1: Yes, and I have to say, I've been there. More times than I can count we have in home care and yeah, if. The nanny gets sick or the kids are really sick or something, you're just kind of like, well, I guess I'm doing, I'm doing both of my full-time jobs today at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, today we, we did reach out to a couple um, a couple different companies to talk a little bit about the benefits they currently offer their employees. So I thought it would be kind of neat if we just talked through some of the things um, that we know about and have experienced in the past. And then Nicole, maybe you can shed some light on um, other childcare related benefits that, that, you know, about through, you know, kind of your, you know, what you do. So, we actually reached out to Graydon law firm here in Cincinnati and we asked them a little bit about. What they do for their employees and. um, What did they say Nicole? What do they offer? So, one of the biggest things they offer is they
0: actually took the time to look at what exists in the marketplace. To have a policy around backup and emergency child care and they ended up. Partnering with a company um, called corporate care and they've been with them for a couple of years now. And when we reached out, their team said the feedback has been great for employees. What corporate care does for them is just like I said, it's backup child care. So it's great for when you need child care a pinch, especially we've all, um. We've all faced this all parents have faced this recently, you know, babysitter gets sick. Daycare shuts down and you still have a full time job and you still need work to get done. And so what they have allowed their employees to do is tap into this. Network of babysitters of child care for emergency situations when they still need to go to work. They still have a client meeting to make. They still have a deadline. And they need to find someone to watch their kid.
1: So, in those in those types of. Uh, care, like backup care setups the is the employer covering. Are they just kind of having things on retainer and then the employee still pays like a hourly rate or whatever on top of that or is it like, are the employees, I wonder if the employees are getting like a certain amount of um, like if the employer is covering the cost of that backup care completely yeah, or just it, like subsidizing it, be,
0: it? They It can be set up however the employer chooses. It can be subsidized, it can be paid in full by the employer or it can simply just be, hey, we've vetted this solution it's still on your own dime, but we know this is, you know, a vetted network of providers, and they're on call for our employees if you need them. But you're on your own to pay for it. So it can be a range of whatever investment an employer wants to make into this benefit. More often than not, we see employers um, subsidize some of it, maybe you know, $200 a month kind of thing to tap into okay. if an employee needs it
1: and if they need more than that then they would pay for it on top of that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I I know um I actually we we were looking around at daycares for our son um our our first our oldest Connor before before we had our second. We um we actually looked at KinderCare and I remember KinderCare kinder which is kind of a national network of daycares. Asked me who I worked for. So, that they could see if they had a, an agreement with that employer for discounted childcare. So, I know that's something that a lot of companies are doing too. They're like, <clears throat> and I've kind of explored it more since then, but they kind of have arrangements with certain employers where the employer can kind of um, recommend their employees to that specific daycare and then they get a discounted rate if their kids go there. Oh. And they also have backup. Oh, yeah, and they also have backup arrangements too. So I think they leave so many spots um, kind of available in their different age group classes, so that if they have a backup agreement with an employer, that like your kid could be dropped off at the daycare for like a day or whatever if if your regular care falls through. <clears throat> so there's kind of a lot of unique arrangements I feel like available out there. Um, yeah, when you.
0: When you talk about childcare and, and specifically as we vet these solutions for our clients there's really two options there's you know an open network where it's could be in home it could be at someone else's house but not necessarily that you know set childcare center
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then there's also what we would call you know in, in the terms of medical uh, we would call it a narrow network right where it is just a kinder care solution um where you know tuition discount subsidy programs emergency care that you might need to tap into and these these costs range um generally speaking anywhere from like $100 a day up to $400 a day depending on what you need and another really cool thing I know we're talking specifically about child care but some of the solutions also have elder care options available as well if you're you know taking care
1: oh.
0: of a parent or anything like that so I know we're talking childcare today and babies, but- Well, still, I mean, it's kind of the same concept.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, And that's something that employees could benefit from, you know, if they're not in that, if they're in that next stage of life. Not all employees have kids that are in, you know, have young children who need childcare. Maybe your employees do have, an older relative or parent or somebody that they that they need help with as well that's interesting. never even crossed my mind obviously i am <laughs> I have young kids, and that's my <laughs> main point of concern right now yeah i um i also so I used to work for uh well any anyone can look me up on LinkedIn and see where I've worked in the past, but I actually used to work for um to third bank a local company. And they had some really cool childcare related benefits that I took full advantage of when I was with them. Um, And actually like uh, some benefits associated with, even before you have your kids, they had this really cool maternity concierge program. Um, And I actually think that they contracted out through best upon request. Have you heard of that?
0: Yeah, it is through best upon request. That's another um, benefit that we've looked at for, Clients. And yeah, it is. I have a cousin actually who used to work at Bithord as well, and she tapped into it when she was pregnant. She has 2 kids now a bit older, but um, she was raving about it. I remember her talking about it when she was pregnant. She actually used them also to plan her kids help her plan her kids' like a birthday. birthday
1: yes. Yeah. So, so here's what this is for you listeners out there. So. Um, this concierge program or best upon request, I think different employers would probably maybe call it something differently, but it's through the company that I know that does it is, is best upon request. And what it is, is essentially as soon as you find out you're pregnant and then up until like your child, that child's first birthday, you have this concierge service that will pretty much do, I don't want to say anything that you need, but they will like coordinate and I mean, they can pretty much do anything that you need. Um, they helped me order the, like my breast pump through my insurance because like your insurance covers a, a pu- breast pump for free. And so, like, I just had to give them a, a form or whatever and they just did all that work for me. Um, they yeah, also, I want
0: to say, that Amanda, like, I work in the world of insurance and. I Answer employee claim member claim questions all day long and that process was hard. For yes. someone who works in the industry, like, it's not as easy as just calling a number and getting a breast pump it for some reason. I even found it difficult. So fair warning to expecting mom out there. It takes a little bit of time to get that done.
1: Yeah, and we have done some podcasts around <laughs> um, working moms and expecting parents and things like that. That if you, you guys want to have a listen to those, those are out there in our podcast library. Um, but yeah, I, I remember I use them for a lot. They also helped me find childcare. So I, in the Cincinnati area, uh, where, you know, where I live, at least this was my experience, but most daycares, the wait list for an infant is like a year. You basically have to find where you're going to send your kid as soon as you find out you're pregnant. And even then, like, you might not be able to get them in right. Like the, after that six or 12 weeks that you're on maternity leave, like we had, we got Connor enrolled in uh Goddard school that I found through best upon request. And I'll, and I'll tell you how they did that for me. But um, we, you know, we had like, we, he was born in September and, and we had gotten set up with them in April while I was still pregnant and they couldn't get him in until like, um, January, sometime in January, or February, which was after I was coming back from maternity leave. So we had to work it out with family for like a few weeks there in between. But, you know, not everybody has that option. Um, but so, you know, it's really hard to find a quality childcare place or a care provider that you trust. And the maternity concierge service made it so much easier on us because what we did was we kind of gave them a, some parameters of what we were looking for and they went out and did all the research for me and presented me with this like report that showed all the different daycares within like a 10 mile radius of where we lived or worked that had it they told us their availability they got tuition prices for us they um you know got all the information about like their hours of operation and just they compiled all this data for me which I, I don't can't tell you how much I valued that benefit alone, like just getting help yeah. researching because it takes so much time. Um, it yeah. was phenomenal. That
0: sounds way more detailed than the like spreadsheet that my husband and I put together when we were trying to find daycare <laughs> on our own. And it started out with great intentions and we put one daycare in there and then got um, lazy because it takes a lot of time and energy and, We ended up getting a recommendation from a friend on a center anyways, but uh, I would have loved to have had that spreadsheet delivered to me and trying to create it on my
1: own. Yeah, it was awesome. So I I have nothing but great things to say about best upon request. So if your employer, for anyone listening, if your employer offers, you know, any kind of services through them, like they were amazing. They arranged like dry cleaning pickups and stuff for us. They were like, they could arrange like, meals to be to sent to our house and stuff while I was on maternity leave um, and then like you said your friend used them to plan her her kid's first birthday like we did that too. They'll even go out you can put a credit card on buy with them and you can tell them what you want the theme to be and they can go out and get the decorations and everything for you and have them sent to your house. It was <clears throat> uh, it felt like a real luxury for me I'll, I'll be honest it, sounds it was pretty cool it does. <laughs> so Uh, That was a really neat child care related benefit that just made coming back to work and working through a pregnancy so much easier for me. It really did. Um, I was trying to think of another other benefits that really help that are child care related. Oh, well, one thing that we talked about was um, like flexible, just a flexible work arrangement. Right? Yeah,
0: this is something that uh, when we were talking with Graydon about their situation, and even here at Haran, as you think about, you know, just needing that extra bit of flexibility as a working parent, that can go a really long way. I mean, I think about my situation today, like I started, we woke up to a text from our sitter and she's got a fever and is sick and can't take June, our 10-month-old. And sent a couple texts around to a, to my manager and a few coworkers I have called with, and said, "Hey, I'm gonna be working from home, doing double duty, parenting, and working." And just that bit of flexibility to allow me to still keep my work going um, while working from home with a baby um, goes a really long way in my stress levels and making sure that work is still being accomplished, deadlines are still being met, because. We all know this work doesn't stop just because your sitter got sick. It still keeps coming. Um, And, and, you know, Graydon said something similar. When we asked them about, you know, outside of this great investment, they've made through this backup childcare benefit. What other childcare benefits would you say they have, or have they offered to employees and they've even talked about how they've on very rare occasions and it's not always the case, but, you know, they've let some attorneys bring their kids into work to make sure that they can still get work done that was really pressing so just that's that awesome. extra bit of flexibility right i know when i when i heard that from them i was like that's really cool um and just allowing bring your kid to work day some... <laughs> i'd rather not personally i would not get anything accomplished the baby's too cute to do that they would just spend all day following her around still depends uh, on really <laughs> it definitely depends on the age yeah yeah mine's currently in the sport of speed crawling and finding <laughs> things on the floor to eat so
1: yeah mine is um, two. Okay. So nicole and i both have uh 10 month olds right now and we were out at the same time on maternity leave and so we're we're in the trenches together with this <laughs> age group yeah so the the flexibility company culture I do think that's so important. I've experienced the same thing on my side, so i you know i'm on I'm in the wealth department um and I can't tell you how amazing it's been that if i have you know if if of our nanny had called him sick or um you know we had some child care related issue that like our team my team was flexible in just making it work, you know, pushing meetings or helping out with projects that had tight deadlines, things like that, or, you know, being willing to um, you know, I could get my work done in, in the evening sometimes after the kids are asleep. And, you know, just people giving you that flexibility. It means the world. It really does. And Haran um does let you work from home a lot, which I think is really big, especially since this pandemic. Um, we saw a lot of people obviously working from home offices were closed. Daycares were closed. And I think a lot of companies, um, I think 2 things really came out of that. 1 is that companies really understood the value of being able to get their employees together in person. I think it really, um, it was really evident that there's still a lot of value in face to face interactions, but. On the flip side of that, there's a ton of value in giving your employees the flexibility that they need to have that work-life balance. And if that means working from home a couple days a week and having a flex schedule, I think um, I think in the long run, it's it's just worked out really well for a lot of companies and their employees to be able to, to have that flexibility. And um, I know I've enjoyed, I, there's been a lot of the last years I have not enjoyed but I have enjoyed being able to see my kids on my coffee breaks, essentially. Like they're here in the home with a nanny and um, I'm upstairs working in the office and you know, a couple days a week and those couple days that I'm I'm here at home, I I do get to see my kids for those little micro breaks throughout the day and I don't know, I really enjoyed that sometimes I'll go outside with them for 30 minutes and, and play. I I won't lie. And that helps me refresh <laughs> and reset my brain so I can come in here and, you know, be productive, so. Yeah, that's such an important piece to the day. It's,
0: um, I did not have a kid when I first started, so this is our first, this 10-month-old that we have. And so when the pandemic first started and shutdown first happened, we went on a lot of walks, but. Saw parents with their kids and got to meet a lot of neighbors that way. And you know, everyone's 30-minute walk break was certainly important to their day. And seeing that flexibility was really interesting. I'll say my parents own their own company. They have a bookkeeping firm, and they're pretty old school. I'd say this to their face if they were sitting here next to me. Um, pretty old school when it comes to work environment. And it took them a while to get on board with a flexible schedule, but Um, They're hiring a lot, just like everyone is, and putting a policy around allowing flex time, um, they were getting candidates that were saying no to them because they didn't have that. And um, now that they have that policy in place, they're getting a lot of more candidates say yes to offers just simply to have that flexibility
1: as part of their day. Yeah, I do think, I I just don't see that as something that's going to go away. I don't know that we're going to ever be back to that where I think more and more companies are gonna have those flexible work arrangements. And I personally think they should. So (laughs) fortunately, I work for a company that does. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's just-
0: Well, Amanda, you, you touched on a really important topic just as I think about our clients and the role that employee benefits plays in a company. We still spend a lot of time talking about medical plans and health insurance for our clients, but we are spending more and more time and dedicating more and more resources to things like fringe benefits, employee, emergency childcare, um, kind of think of it this, we, we think about it like the life moments um, yeah. where you know benefits and, and health insurance obviously is incredibly important, but there are other life moments where other benefits can help support an employee and their family, whether that's through pregnancy, through having a newborn, through retirement. Um, and so just as as our business model has changed in the world of employee benefits, we're spending a lot of time and dedicating a lot of resources within our team to understanding these life moments and helping employers solve for them. And childcare is always on the top of that list.
1: Yeah, I can say personally, I. I don't mind sharing my thought process behind some of my major life decisions, but, um, I can say personally, I, I left a company that had some, that had great benefits that had, um, you know, that I had a, a good income and I, I took a pay cut to come and work for a company that allowed me more flexibility. It, you know, all else being, Comparable. I was willing to give up a little bit of income to get more flexibility for the for a better work life balance. Um. So I I def. I mean, it really mattered to me. I can't imagine I'm the only person out there that that feels that same way. You're definitely not. Okay. So one other related childcare related benefit. Well, two others that we kind of came across that I wanted to talk about. Um, one was on-site child care, uh, which I'll get to that in a second. And then the other one was offering those um, dependent care flex spend accounts. So maybe you could, we've done podcasts on these, so I don't want to get too much into the weeds here. But I do want to mention it, it's, child, it's a child care related benefit. Um, but if you want to just give a quick high level of, of what that dependent care FSA is in case, you know, somebody hasn't listened to our last podcast about that.
0: Yeah, so a dependent care flexible spending account is a way to leverage pre tax funds to pay for dependent care. There's, there's other ways to do that. I know there's a tax credit. I'm not a tax expert, so I will not go down that path, but. If your employer offers a dependent care flexible spending account, what that allows you to do is set aside part of your paycheck. So your employer will send part of your paycheck up to $5,000 a year. For um, if you're filing taxes jointly, or if you're a single head of house, half of that, if you're married, but filing taxes separately. So, again, a lot of tax pieces in here. So, make sure you read the rules or you consult some tax advice on this if you're interested, but. It's a really great benefit. I personally use it. Uh, we uh, offer it at Haran and I put money into my dependent care flexible spending account and I use that to pay my provider um, and it's just for me. It's an easy button to make sure I'm maximizing. Um, the tax advantage spending accounts and. It's it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Um, if it's something that you want to. See if your employer offers check their check with HR and their team. Um, but that's definitely a way to, and we'll, to help. Fund. And we'll,
1: yeah, and we'll put in the plug too to also consult your tax advisor because we're not tax advisors. <laughs> so make sure you should we say you, that more. Amanda? We should, we should <laughs> say that probably 10 more times, um, <laughs> but no. I, yeah, I utilize our, our dependent care flex spend account as well, and you can use it um, whether your kid goes to an actual, like, facility, like a daycare or an in-home daycare, or you can use it if you have a babysitter or nanny that comes to the house or that you send to their house, um, as long as it's all on the books. I'll give you that disclaimer. You can't, can't use a flex spend account if you're paying someone under the table for child care. So... Uh,
0: also these funds similar to what I mentioned earlier around elder care, the dependent care flexible spending count is not just for child care. It can be used for after school programs. It can be used for elder care. If you're taking care of a parent or something like that
1: elder care disabled, older children. Yeah. All of that, if you want to speak with your tax advisor, if, uh, talk to your HR, um, because the, the flex spend account, if it, if it could work with your tax situation, um, it really benefits you and your employer. So if your employer listening, it, it benefits you to offer these accounts to your employees, because, um, you know, any money that gets diverted through these. pre tax accounts, um, is, is less of those employer taxes that your employer has to pay so it it benefits your employer to offer you these accounts as well, so it's kind of a win 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 it's it's good for you it's less tax you have to pay it's good for your employer it's less taxes that they have to pay, and then it helps you cover the cost of that child child care or dependent care or, or whatever so i think um if if it makes sense for your your tax situation they'll say tech cons, consult your tax advisor <laughs> uh then you know i it's really worked for us um Another another benefit that I that we mentioned and kind of came across was companies that offer on-site childcare, and I think that's really cool. So let's say Haran decided to open a daycare in in our building. I mean, I would use that service. Can you imagine like being able to go into the office it and in a heartbeat, Amanda? Oh my god, in a heartbeat. That'd be so cool. So, um, a local company here that I know that does this is P&G, Procter & Gamble. They actually um, have some sort of relationship. Now, I don't know the the details of it entirely, but they have a a relationship with Primrose Schools, which is its own kind of daycare center. But so, the P&G campuses have Primrose daycares on their employer campus. That their that their employees can utilize. So it's not like P and G daycare. But it's a daycare center that they that they've contracted, I guess, to have on site. For their employees, which is really cool. Um, And I know some other larger companies where, like, everybody's in the same facility do that as well. And I think a lot of them offer backup care that way is as well, like they just have this center um, for employees who need like last minute care or they have so many spots that are available for like that backup care or whatever. But I would utilize that in a heartbeat to be able to be in the office and have the, you know, my kids right down the hall to where, you know, at lunch I could pop in and check on them or whatever. I think that would be really cool.
0: just saving our commute time i mean our oh my on
1: our way home but it's still an extra you know 10 how 15 long... 20 minutes that's a great point how long does it take you to get um <laughs> your kid dropped off in the morning you take her somewhere right well
0: yeah we take her somewhere it's it's not it's it's on one of the many paths i can take to get to work so i would say for me it adds maybe 10 to 15 minutes although I love our sitter. She's great. She's chatty, um, and I don't blame her. She spends her day with kids. With kids. So anytime yeah. she wants to talk to an adult, <laughs> she wants to. Um, so depending on how chatty she is, it could take thirty minutes. Yeah. But my husband, it's it's less it's less on the way for my husband. Um, so it probably adds a little bit more time to his commute. But yeah. just not having to think about, oh, I got to end this meeting, you know, right at five to go make sure I pick up
1: June by five thirty because that's her pickup time, um, would be so nice. Yeah, yeah, that's something else to think about too. And when, when it comes to your like to employees and, and working and childcare and stuff like that, is is that commute time because you want to find a. Quality place, right? A place where you can trust that your kids are going to be taken care of and happy. Um, but you, it's not just that; like you want to try to find something that's also convenient to where you live or work. Um, I so we just had to ha- make a major childcare change just last week, um, and you know we had to find a a daycare kind of last minute. Unfortunately, the school that my son went to. Pre pandemic had a spot open for him and we were able to to get him in very quickly, but um, I drive. Like 10, 10, to 15 minutes north to take him to his daycare, or his preschool and then, but my office is south of where I live. So I'm driving north to drop him off and then I'm driving. If I'm going into the office that day, I'm driving back. About 15, 20 minutes south to get to my office. So, you know, I'm essentially i I went from no commute when we had an in-home person to adding thirty minutes to my normal ten minute commute just to drop the kids off. but it's important to find a place that you that you can trust that's also affordable. That was the other thing um, there were some locations here closer to us, but the cost and price of those was just so much so you know if we had a a benefit program where you know our employer could help us find suitable care or, um, you know, maybe subsidize the care at some of those other places that were closer, it would really, you know, save my commute time and some of my stress. But, I mean, those are all things to kind of weigh and consider when you're thinking about, you know, childcare benefits that you could use at work or that, you know, if you're an employer listening, benefits that you could offer your, your working parents.
0: I, think I, I said it earlier, but just in general, if you're um, an HR professional listening in, know that this is something that every employer is thinking about. And if you don't have a policy around flex work time and what that looks like um, in place and you're interested, we have resources at Haran that can help you with that. Um, we can connect you with other. Employers that have implemented policies if you're interested and want to learn more about some of these solutions. We talked about whether it's getting a discount set up with Kinder care, or maybe a a true emergency backup child care solution. We've done the work and vetted some solutions, Um, or if you want to get connected with best upon request, which is what Amanda talked about in the beginning that concierge service. um, We've got connections there as well. So there is a lot. In the world of employee benefits and um, childcare, and it can feel overwhelming, but know that we've we've definitely got some resources and some places to start if you're interested in exploring that for your benefits.
1: Yeah, and and on the flip side of that, if you're just uh, you know an employee or um, individual listening in, uh, ask your employer, ask your HR team what they've got in place that could make that you know childcare experience while working um easier on you or or other ways that they could maybe help. Um, If your employers are are looking for these types of benefits and maybe they just haven't implemented them yet, I'm sure if if you went to them with maybe unique challenges that you face, um, you could potentially talk through and help help guide which benefits that they actually get set up. Even like, I, I always want people to advocate for themselves, um, you know, maybe not all of the listeners have a company like Haran who can advocate for you uh, with your employers, but. Um, you know, keep, keep your HR teams and and your uh, managers in, in involved in kind of some of your, your struggles and, and things that they can maybe do or provide that would make your um work life a little bit easier and make you happier at work at the end of the day i think everybody wants to retain good employees (laughs) uh so whatever they could do i think um to stay competitive in the benefit space i i think it's important to them so all right well i i think that's all we've got for today nicole unless you've got any other final thoughts but this has been fun no nothing
0: Yeah, thanks again for the invite, Amanda, and thinking of me to talk through this, excited about what Haran has to offer and what other local employers are doing around um, the city for childcare. Yeah, it's great.
1: All right, everybody, we will uh, see you soon. Talk to you again.
0: Also, you can find more educational resources available on our Twitter and Instagram. So be sure to follow us at Haran1948 And if you could subscribe to our podcast, we would love that also, and you'll get notified whenever we have new episodes. Thanks for listening. See you next time.